Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi, hello, welcome back to another solo episode. I wanted to have a little heart-to-heart with you today. I got a DM on my Instagram asking me how to find comfort alone and how to enjoy doing things by yourself. And I really love this question because I spend a lot of time alone and I really enjoy my independence and being alone. Now, don't get me wrong. I love being with people too, but I'm the type of person that regenerates energy through time and solitude. I didn't always know that I was like that or honor that, but as I've gotten older and through experience, I've learned that I need time to recharge my social battery. And while today, now in the present, I can say with confidence and clarity that I really enjoy my time alone, I haven't always been like that. I remember a time, probably high school, and in my late, late teens, early 20s, when I first moved out of my family home and on my own, I had a really hard time doing things by myself. I wasn't used to being on my own, and I not only didn't enjoy doing things by myself, but it really wigged me out. Like, I would get really bad anxiety. I definitely teeter between healthy independence and then hyper-independence that is probably a result of trauma and not being able to rely on people. So look, you know, I'm going to give my two cents worth of advice, but also just keep in mind that like, I've been through some stuff, you know, and my coping mechanism is to let my hyper-independence take over and just kind of tell myself that I can only rely on myself. And while I feel like the greater part of me is just more independent in a healthy way, I will say, you know, that I do have that trauma response of hyper-independence. But finding comfort in doing things alone and spending time with yourself is, I believe, a practice. Because we live in this day and age where we're almost overly connected, right? Like anybody, anywhere can see what you're doing, can expect to reach you, can text you, can call you, can message you, can Facebook you, can Instagram you, can TikTok you, can tweet you, can get your location, can email you. And there's this level of being connected to others that is amazing, but it's also brought about this sense of never really fully being alone, which I appreciate being someone that spends a lot of time alone and definitely being someone that just recently moved across the country to a new city where I'm kind of forced to do a lot alone because I don't have a ton of friends here yet. It's nice to not feel like I'm never alone, but I think that this overconnectedness almost makes it harder to find contentment with being alone. And definitely more so, I think, for a little bit younger generation, I feel like social media and the internet and cell phones and this 
hyper-connectedness to others has unfolded and exploded throughout my formative years. So it's not like it's always been like that for me. When I was younger, it definitely wasn't like that. I feel like I've lived most of my adult life though with it. So I guess I could say that it has definitely affected the way that I enjoy time alone. But if you're somebody who finds a lot of anxiety around doing things alone and doing things on your own, I want to invite you to just get curious and ask yourself why that is. Is it out of a fear of being judged for being on your own? Like you're worried about what people might think if you go eat a meal by yourself? Or is it that you make that mean something? Like if you go and do something alone, that means you're not worthy of somebody else's time and attention. You know what I mean? Or are you craving human connection and you really want to spend more time with other people, you know? There's just so many different things. And so I think the first thing is to explore that and get curious about that. Because everybody's need for solitude and time with others is going to be different. For me, I can spend a whole day with people and then I do need time to be by myself and be quiet. Or if I can be with someone and have like silent friendship time, that's great. But I need quiet time to recharge and re-energize myself. Whereas I know there are some people that need to go out and be with others in order to gain momentum and energy. So knowing what type of person you are and what you need, I think is really important. And that comes through self-reflection and getting curious and exploring that. And then I'll say like with everything and anything, finding contentment with doing things on your own is a practice, right? We are in this era of hyper-connectedness. So we feel like we need to be with others. And we also have this idea that certain activities or things should be done with others and that maybe it's just weird or not socially acceptable to do them on your own. But that's just a narrative that's not true. And so it might take some time and practice to change the narrative around it. You don't have to wait for somebody to go have a meal with you for you to go out to a restaurant you've been wanting to go to. I know it can feel really awkward and maybe even vulnerable sitting at a restaurant by yourself, but I'm telling you, it's really liberating. I started doing this in my 20s, early, early 20s, when I started to recognize that like, oh, yikes, I cannot do anything by myself. And I've always been like this, where when I recognize or notice something that I don't love, I get curious and I want to change it. And I do take action and I get myself out of my comfort zone. Even like my move to New York, I noticed in LA that I was stagnant and too comfortable. And people might be like, well, yeah, comfort is great. We literally make choices in our life to lead us away from discomfort and towards comfort. But for me, I know that this is my life and it's happening now. And if I'm not finding the full expression of myself and I'm not growing and I'm not energetically moving, then I'm stagnant. And that to me is not living. So when I recognize something about myself or about the way that I'm showing up that I don't like, I try to take action on it immediately. So when I noticed that I couldn't do anything alone or I even got anxiety about going to the grocery store alone, I made it my mission to start to do more by myself. And the more you do more by yourself, the easier and more comfortable it gets. And I think sometimes the thing that stops us is that we think other people will judge us. But you have to remember that human beings are selfish in nature. We're out in the world 
we might be looking at other people, but we're really thinking about ourselves, right? We're thinking about, do I have anything in my teeth? Is somebody looking at me? What do I look like? What do these people think of me? Me, 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 me. Nobody's really thinking about you. And if they are judging you, it says more about them than you. So you have to let go of what you think you being on your own looks like to other people and just get into practice with being with yourself. I know that sometimes it might feel lonely, but the relationship that you have with yourself is the most important relationship that you're ever going to have in this lifetime. It is you that you wake up with every single day, and it is you that you go to sleep with every single night. And yes, we have very important relationships in our lives. We have parents, loved ones, grandparents, siblings, best friends, lovers, husbands, wives. And I don't want this to sound negative, but people and things change. Life is cyclical. And you really truly can't rely on anyone or anything else other than yourself. Not because other people aren't reliable, but because everything in life is impermanent and things do not last forever. But one thing that will last forever and for your life is the relationship that you have with yourself. So understanding and prioritizing that is imperative, not just for finding comfort in doing things alone, but for your personal growth, happiness, success, and fulfillment in life. When you start to make it a priority to be a person that you want to spend the rest of your life with to yourself, right? And fall in love with yourself and find contentment and enjoyment in being with yourself. Then everything else in your life truly is just an added bonus and life gets better, I think. And it's not to say that you don't have expectations or wants or needs outside of yourself, but they become less important. And the thing that becomes most important is you and you, right? Me, myself, and I. And I believe that there's less suffering and less struggle because you're fulfilling all the needs and everything else that you get in addition to that is just an extra added bonus. So practice doing something on your own. Take yourself out to lunch. Take yourself out for a coffee and bring a book. Go for a walk. Book a workout. Like if I waited to do all the things I want to do until I had somebody to do them with, I wouldn't be doing anything. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I just had this thought about how for a really long time, I had this idea in my head that I would go to New York City and visit with a boyfriend. A boyfriend one time told me that we were going to go. We ended up breaking up. We didn't come. And then it was weird because another boyfriend later on had mentioned going to New York City. And I had it in my mind that like, I'll go to New York when I'm in a relationship. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense. I know I'm aware of that, but I kind of put off coming to New York because I didn't know anyone for a long time that lived here. And I didn't necessarily have a reason to come here. And I had this narrative that I would come to New York with a partner and it never happened. And then in November of 2021, I was like, screw it. I'm going to New York. I've been wanting to go. And I didn't acknowledge that because I was waiting for someone to go with me. But why? You know, when you start to think about the things that you're passing up by waiting for someone to do them with, it seems really silly and like such a waste of time. Being on your own and doing things on your own is so liberating. I think it builds confidence and I think it 
gives you freedom because you're no longer waiting for someone else to do the things that you want to do. Yes, going out to dinner with someone that I care about and want to see is amazing. And I love that. And I'll probably choose that most times, but I'm also not going to not go somewhere just because I don't have someone to go with. I think sometimes too, we avoid spending time in solitude because we fear our own thoughts. And this kind of comes up when there's a lack of self-reflection and self-discovery work. And if you go through life without reflecting and being with yourself, I think that you're missing out on a lot of goodness that this life has to offer. The type of self-discovery work that we do in the Yoga Inspired Life program is not comfortable. It's not. That's why I would say 80% of the world doesn't do the work because it's confronting. You feel vulnerable. It's a little icky. It's sticky. It's dark. But on the other side is liberation, bliss, freedom, abundance, joy, self-love, self-worth, value, just to the max. But you have to be willing to do the work. And I think that doing things on your own and spending intentional time by yourself is a wonderful way to start. So start this week by planning a date with yourself. Do something on your own. And don't be on your phone the whole time distracting yourself. Be present. I think so many of us fear blank space and silence and stillness. But we are human beings, not human doings. And if you don't create space for stillness and solitude and nothingness and being then you're missing out on the present moment and you're missing out on an opportunity to connect with yourself and to experience your life with a level of presence that is what life is all about. So I don't know if I answered that question because I kind of just went off on a tangent, (laughs) as I do, but I want you to schedule in intentional time solo this week. Something that scares you a little bit. Maybe you go see a movie or you go out to lunch, or you go to a workout class, or you do something to get out of your comfort zone and strengthen the relationship that you have with yourself. Let that be your weekly goal for the next four weeks, at least, to do something with yourself. Build a relationship with yourself. If and when you do that, I hope you do, send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to know how it went, how you feel, what came up. I'd also recommend bringing a journal and journaling how you're feeling and what's coming up rather than getting on your phone and getting on Instagram or TikTok and distracting yourself, like be present and pay attention to what comes up. I just noticed that it sounds like they are lightly hammering in the apartment above me. And I'm so sorry if you can hear that, hopefully not, but yeah, I'm going to let you go, but I love you. I hope you have an amazing week and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.